Hello everyone and welcome to this episode, the confidence one, of the Women Talking About Learning podcast. I'm Andrew Jacobs. As we said before, this is a special episode. We ask women to send in their thoughts about confidence and what it meant to them. And what we have is a compilation of some of the most honest and positive voices, which I think people will come back to listen again and again. We've had so many contributions that we decided to create a double episode. This episode is just the first half. The second episode will be published next Tuesday. Please do reach out and connect with the speakers when you've heard from them. They deserve it and this is a brilliant listen. This is Women Talking About Learning. This is Donna, Sarah, Lydia, Rachel, Lior, Helen, Sharon and Gemma talking about confidence. I'm Donna Ward-Higgs and I am most inspired uh, by my grandma. She was the, and is, the first uh, positive, strong female role model in my life. Uh, And the first to really teach me that um, I could do anything I put my mind to. She truly believed, believes that um and actually um was so positive in instilling that in me but enabling me to also then instill that in others uh so even now when we do our weekly video chat on whatsapp uh that there is i always come away from those calls with a, a real sense of renewed belief and motivation and confidence because she will forever be in my corner I guess the the biggest thing confidence has encouraged me to do is um, take that leap, move away from full-time, safe, secure employment and take that leap into the world of self-employment, of setting up for myself, of believing that I have uh, a skill set, tools, abilities um, that can make a difference in the world, that can be out there and help others that can support people to um, recognize the abilities that they have and to use those themselves to build their own confidence. That's the magic, isn't it? Uh, It's kind of inspiring confidence in others, I guess, has been a bit of a golden thread for me. I've had a, a squiggly career. I've worked in retail. I've worked in the charity sector. Um, I've done management roles, I've done frontline work. Uh, The golden thread has always been supporting the development of others. So helping people to move into and up through management and leadership positions for themselves, to pivot their careers, to develop their skill sets, to gain qualifications, uh, being able to come alongside somebody and uh, perhaps lend them a bit of my confidence, be that cheerleader in the in the early days, uh, but watch them grow, watch them flourish, watch them build that confidence in themselves, and just seeing seeing that moment of recognition. Oh, I've got this. I can do it. I am capable. That, that that's amazing. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Hi, I'm Sarah Ratcliffe. Confidence is a great conversation starter for here because I certainly know that confidence has been something that has hindered my own career. 
I find confidence to be like a very fine piece of silken thread almost. It can be broken so very easily. But what I do know about confidence is that whilst it can be broken very easily, you can build it and nurture it and become really self-aware to ensure that you are the one that is looking after your own confidence. Areas in which I have found confidence is by utilising the energy of other people around me. And for being really aware, I found that my confidence really improved once I had done a 360 feedback. And I realised that actually I didn't see myself in the same way that other people saw me. And so this is a great little reminder to go back to and remind yourself as how you are seen in other people's eyes. I think that we can see this happen in the training room or when we're dealing with learners or even when we're we're talking to children who are trying to learn new things. Fragile and fragility around confidence is absolutely something that is, is there and it's real. And as people, our words, our actions, what we do, how we make people feel, that can have a direct correlation to how confident they feel as they go towards any given task. So my top tips around confidence is build yourself up, become really self-aware, surround yourself with people that build and energise you so that they create more confidence within you. And remember that it's okay just to be you. I think the more that I've accepted that in my life, the more confident I have become. But if my confidence does lapse, I go back to basics. I sometimes go and read that 360 and I reach out to people that I know will help me build and grow. Hello everyone, this is Lydia, a previous guest on the podcast. Andrew's been in touch and he's asked um, if a few of us can record a short session on confidence. And that got me thinking really about uh, the word itself. So what is the difference between confidence and being confident? And so I guess I was kind of looking at the terminology, looking at a definition. And the easiest way I kind of separate things in my head is Perhaps the confidence is in someone else. Um, What is the confidence that someone's abilities or capabilities or, you know, trust in their confidence capabilities to to support or achieve or enhance um, an experience for you versus um, being confident about being self-confident in in your own capabilities and skills. Um, So... I guess there is something in that uh, where maybe it's for a lot of us one of the same, um, but maybe for others um, uh, um, you can feel confident in somebody else's capabilities, but ne- maybe um, not feel that about yourself, not feel confident about uh, knowing where your attributes lie, where your strengths are. And, and being clear on those areas that you need to improve. 
um, by setting realistic goals and expectations. So I guess, can you be confident as an individual yet sometimes feel like an imposter in the room? And that could be in a professional or a personal capacity. So a uh, questions that come up to me when I think about this topic, this topic is, um, you know, what, what is that nagging feeling that um, a lot of people, not just women, feel um, when they're in a room, that feeling maybe about not, not being enough or good enough? So can someone be really confident in uh, their capabilities in one particular area, yet enter a room around others who maybe they don't know or feel that uh, are more deserving um, and feel less than confident. Uh, so that's a really interesting, I, how, how does one embrace their confidence? And that comes down to the experiences that we've each had in our lives and the people that we've had around us again, from a personal and a professional capacity. So I, for one, have been lucky. Uh, a biggest as inspiration in my life, um, you know, or two of the biggest inspirations in my life were my grandparents um, who, who brought me up um, uh, alongside my, my parents. And um, I, I was raised um, with the understanding or with the, the kind of uh, vision that I can you know, inspire, I can aspire for, to anything. Uh, so there were no constraints put on me. And that was a, an amazing way to be, um, I guess, built up to, to believe that uh, you can really achieve anything. And uh, if, you, if you only put yourself out there and, uh, you know, inspire to do more. So... Thanks again to Andrew for creating this opportunity to share a little bit about confidence. Uh, it is uh, potentially something that we as individuals ha are born with, but I think it's also a, a trait that we can um, you know, educate ourselves on and we can build and we can learn. Um, the important thing is having people around you who are going to give you feedback and uh, not criticize but maybe give you some feedback around areas that you can prove that you know the areas that they can see as your strengths and really support you with becoming the best version of yourself. Hi I'm Rachel and I believe my biggest career successes and personal successes have come because of confidence. Confidence that even when I'm out of my comfort zone, I can move forward, take action and do what's necessary in that moment. When I think about confidence's impact, I'm reminded of projects that I got involved in just because I had the confidence to ask and bring what I had to the table and know what I had would provide value. I've had confidence moving all over the country and starting again from scratch because of my personal family circumstances and the belief that I could still achieve the things that I wanted to do, wanted to do even after what, what could be deemed as setbacks. I've been really encouraged and energised by others who have a belief in themselves and and I really like to take that on board and try and emulate things that I think resonate with me and I'm also really encouraged 
by people who are on their journey to building self-confidence and knowing that they can bring value in everything that they're doing. I feel it's a really big responsibility, um, but ultimately a, a huge privilege to grow and foster confidence in other people. I mean, I can pinpoint exact points in my life where other people have, have provided that and encouraged that in me to get involved in projects or to talk about my successes and my achievements, which I wouldn't have done before. So a huge thank you to those people. But also it does ring true that we need to pay that forward. And it is a huge privilege in order to be able to do that and to inspire confidence in other people. Hi, this is Leo Locher, and earlier this year I did a crazy experiment for my 44th birthday where I decided to create 44 pieces of art and to show up with them in public and try and sell them. And that taught me a lot about confidence. What I learned was it matters actually a lot less than I thought if you're confident or not. What really matters is that you show up, you put yourself out there and it's almost like the, the German saying is the, the appetite comes with eating. You generate confidence by showing up and by putting yourself out there in increments that you can handle and then that builds and that generates more energy to then show up. So for me, confidence really is about this showing up and seeing what happens with that. For me, it turned out great. It was a really, really good experience and I keep building on that. And the other thing I learned is when you show up, it doesn't really matter if you feel confident or not. That literary magazine that launched last week that has one of my abstract acrylic paintings in it, they didn't know how nervous I was when I pressed the submit button. But the point is, I pressed the submit button. I got my stuff out there and they liked it. And now it's out there and it's published. So the magic is really in showing up and that's what builds confidence. So go for it. Put yourself out there. Show the world how awesome you are. Find people who support you. And that's where the magic starts happening. Helen Hill. Regaining my confidence has meant everything to me. It's been one of my biggest challenges and also my biggest successes. I'm by no means 100% confident in anything, but are we ever? I'm realistic about it. I have great days, just as I have rubbish days. I have plenty of in-between days. Sometimes the smallest thing can flow my confidence, and sometimes it sends it soaring. After being driven to breaking point and feeling like I was absolutely ripped apart, I had to take the time to rebuild myself, whilst building a business. It was hard and a long process, but doing it has changed my life. I've rebuilt my confidence tiny piece by tiny piece and blossomed into a person I had lost a long time ago or possibly never even had in the first place. I never used to fit in anywhere. I always felt lost and alone, that outsider, especially around other females. But things have changed. So how did I do it? I found a place where I belong in the online business community. We understand each other. We connect daily. Where I realised I'm not alone. I've built better, stronger connections than I have ever had before. I created a business that is aligned with my definition of success and growth, not someone else's. And I've found topics and causes I'm passionate about and can harp on about for days that I'm confident to stand up and speak out about. I've received marvellous feedback and so many re referrals for my work. I've won awards, speaking gigs, features, 
I've recorded everything in my little book of wins and social proof folder. I celebrate every high, no matter how big or small. Sometimes I even celebrate the lows. And I can look back at these any time my confidence wanes. I found places where it felt safe to be myself, where I could, as corny as it sounds, rediscover myself, where I could be me with no judgement, where I could gradually unleash myself back out into the world. I felt I had nothing to lose and so threw myself out there. I took risks and luckily they paid off. In return, it also led to more and more opportunities. Word of mouth was spreading my name and I was being sought out for my skills, but also for being me. Clients enjoyed working with me so much I just can't get rid of some. And most surprisingly of all, after a lifetime of feeling outside the cliques of women and losing all trust in them, I've discovered amazing women who've been the most incredible support, who've lifted me up and been there for me through the highs and lows of running a business, through grief twice, who have encouraged me to try new things, to go for what I want, to get my face and voice on video and podcasts, to write a book, become a coach, to network, to outsource, to collaborate, to set up a passion project, to implement better processes. They've helped me find my direction and align my business to me and my values. And they're not just fellow business owners anymore, they're friends. To them, I owe a hell of a lot. My mission is to pass it on. I can only hope I'm doing even a fraction of the same for others. I'm Sharon Green. I'm a professional in trim. I specialise in people change and tech. I have been thinking about what it is to be confident. And the words that come to mind for me are ability, skills, experience, trust, faith, mindset. There's a whole heap of things, I think, that help me to be at my confident best. Um, and I look back and I think about the times that I am the least confident and the times that I'm the most confident. And it's a combination of factors, I think. Some of it comes from experience, knowing um, that I can do things and therefore I have it within my toolkit to be able to perform. Some of that is within the context. If I think of something like skiing, for example, I've learned how to do it. But if the context or the conditions are different, like it's pea soup, then maybe my confidence might be dropped in that instance, even though I know I have the perfect ability to get down that mountain in one piece. I also think about confident women um, that I know or I aspire to be. I think of someone in my field, like Shireen Daniels from HR Rewired, who I admire for their passion, their ability to speak in a forthright and informed manner with real fire in the belly, which for me demonstrates immense amount of confidence. And then I think of people I don't know, like Iris Apfel, who is 100 years old and really rocks her style and her way of being. She's someone who is comfortable in her own skin, and I think that is something that is demonstrable when we think about confidence. And finally, I think about a time when perhaps I've helped somebody else to be confident, a time when I was working um, in a fairly toxic team, really, with a boss who seemed to undermine people rather than giving them the ability to shine. 
And I think about the role that I played in providing a bit of umbrella cover for a few people and colleagues who I was working with at the time and watching them behave differently because they had somebody who had their back, supporting them and encouraging them. And that is the kind of person that I try and endeavour to be. And I think that comes from a confidence in your own ability and a confidence in doing the right thing, even if the circumstances are quite difficult. Gemma Wells. I've never been a particularly confident person. I always like being at the back on my own, in my own little bubble. But as I've got closer to my 40s, I've realised confidence is not as scary as I first saw it. Don't get me wrong, I still get the fear sometimes. But having the confidence in myself to sort of put myself out there has helped me to move from the safety net of a big corporate job that I was in for five years um, to something completely different in the world of apprenticeships, um, which is exciting. It's also encouraged me to step into the chair position at the ELN, um, which was a huge step for me, um, but one that I'm really proud of. And it's also allowed me to do things like this, sort of little podcasts or sort of recording my voice for, for, for things. It's not something that I've had the confidence to do in the past. I'm really lucky to be surrounded by some amazingly inspiring women. But the two that sort of stand out for me of late uh, Hayley Maisie, who is amazing at what she does, and she's really been an amazing mentor to me. She has um, pushed me to achieve my goals. She makes me feel like I can do the job that I'm doing really well. And honestly, she, she, what she doesn't know about marketing isn't worth knowing. My other sort of inspiration as well is Michaela Reaney, who's the co-founder of the Opportunity Group, where I work. Um, she has become my social media slash confidence accountability buddy. Uh, we both want to sort of do better in the world of social media and raising our profiles. So we've kind of come together um, to inspire each other. And what she's achieved and continues to do so is so inspiring. Um, and she helps me to feel confident in what I do and what I can do, which, you know, I've not really had that in a, in a boss before. And it, it's amazing to have that sort of boost in confidence sort of weekly with her when we catch up my confidence boost though is my kids especially my girls phoebe and matilda i want them to see that confidence in yourself and what you can achieve when you believe in yourself is possible i don't want them to feel that they're never they're not good enough or just because they're a girl they can't do certain things i want them to have the confidence to try new things and to put themselves out there so I just feel like if I have confidence in myself and I let my confidence shine they can then carry that into their lives and see that anything is possible. At the end of each episode I like to make a comment on what I've heard and it usually focuses on one thing that, that somebody has said. I can't this time there's just so much good stuff from this one that it's impossible to pick out a single highlight. I've listened to these submissions three or four times as part of the editing process and I get something new from every time I listen. As I say regularly on this podcast, hearing smart people saying smart things is a privilege. A massive thank you to all our guests on this part of the episode. Donna, Sarah, Lydia, Rachel, Lior, Helen, Sharon and Gemma. As I said, You'll find their contact details in the show notes. 
please like and subscribe to Women Talking About Learning on your podcast player. It really does make it easier for people to find us. Take care, and we'll see you again very soon. It's next week with part two of The Confidence One.